Hello, welcome to Recap Island, an unofficial Love Island USA podcast from TV Guide. I'm Liam Matthews, and joining me on TV Guyland are my co-hosts, Tatiana Dinarero and Keisha Hatchett. And this week, we're breaking down episodes 18 through the finale of Love Island. We're going to start with a very special interview with the just-crowned winners of Love Island Season 1, Zach Mirabelli and Elizabeth Weber. So let's get right to that, and then we'll come back with a recap. All right, so we're on with Zach Mirabelli and Elizabeth Weber. Congratulations, guys, the winners of Love Island USA Season 1. <laughs> Thank you so Hi. much. How does it feel to be America's favorite couple? I I mean, it's truly amazing. I'm, like, super excited about it. I think it just shows our connection and that we had something special. And shout out to all the fans out there who supported us. Yeah, this whole experience has just been amazing. It, it really feels incredible to be here at this point. From day one. Uh, so what's, what's next for you guys? Do you have any idea? Uh, are you going to use the money to travel to Europe like you were talking about on the show? Um, yeah, I think like we're going to go back home and, and debrief for a little bit. Um, the only plans that we really have set in stone so far is I'm going to go visit Elizabeth in Michigan and meet her whole family, which I'm super excited for. And then she's going to come visit me in Chicago and meet my whole family. And then after that, we'll, we'll probably um, take a trip to Europe together. Oh, I want to go so bad. So are you going to, you're going to visit the grocery store? <laughs> we should do that yeah i actually I, I do want to take elizabeth to um the grocery store where i work at um there's a lot of amazing people there that uh, i'm pretty close to so i want to introduce her to all of them it'll be really fun and you know she could just see the environment that i work in i could show her um how everything works and push me around in a shopping cart yeah i'll push her around in a shopping cart <laughs> <laughs> Zach, do you ever think you're going to go back to work at the grocery store? Um, you know, I, I have this like nostalgic feeling that I, I would like to go back and work for a week just to just to get like, you know, one last week in there. But um, probably not. <laughs> How about you? What what? Uh... Forgive me, I don't recall what your yeah, so job uh, at like an advertising media agency out in New York. But before coming out here, I was uh, making up a decision to either transfer to the LA office with my company or to you know take the risk and come out here to Love Island. And I decided you know to make a choice to come out here. And was it the right choice? Of course, I knew it was no matter what I would do, but. It just felt like I just had to do it. And I'm, I'm so glad that I did. Keisha, do you have a question? Um, yeah, I was actually curious um, about those intros that you guys film in the airport. Yeah. Oh, my God, it was hilarious. I was in a bikini and heels walking around with my suitcase. And all the people in the airport were looking at me like, what is this girl? Who does she think she is? <laughs> it was so funny. I, like, pretend to, like, stop a car as I was walking out I like put my hand up and the car like actually stopped for me and my bikini and suitcase walked by. <laughs> um yeah the uh the airport shoot was a, it was a lot of fun I, I remember I was um 
I had to wear a swimsuit that was like shorter than I'm normally used to wearing. So I, I just felt kind of naked in there. And like a bunch of people are staring at you because you're just, in, in, you know, in a swimsuit, pretty much nothing else. And um, it, I remember I had to do all these shots and like act like I was surfing and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. It was interesting. So, Zach, what's something about Elizabeth that we wouldn't know from the show? Well, I, we haven't seen it yet, so we don't really know. Yeah, we, but, we don't um, know 100%. What's but... been shown. But um, I really hope that our, like, weird, goofy side as a couple really comes through uh, throughout it. Because, like, yeah. obviously, you know, we have this great connection, and we're also lovey-dovey. But, like, I feel like half of our relationship is just all these weird, goofy moments where people in the villa are looking at us like, what are they doing now? <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that's like part of the, the biggest reason why we fell for each other is because we were both looking for that, that combination of goofy um, and then deep at the same time, like a level of deepness. But then, you know, we have a lot of fun and are really goofy and weird together. And um, it's nice that we both have that aspect. Well, I think that came through. I think there was a lot of there was a lot of funny stuff. It wasn't all it wasn't all boring. <laughs> it was it was rude that you got voted most boring couple. It's it's not true. It's not true. <laughs> no, this is what happened. First we got the tweet that we were boring, yeah. but then with the rankings champ, rankings game, mm-hmm. we, we moved down third. to third. Yeah, yeah we, we moved, moved down, down to third. third. So we I guess we got less boring. <laughs> <laughs> people were saying was boring was just that you were so just like so perfect for each other from the start that there wasn't any there wasn't any drama you know know? I feel like the way I approach that though is I think that it kind of explains us like we don't have a toxic relationship so there wasn't any drama which isn't so fun for tv but it's great for a relationship yeah (laughs) um Weston did bring up an interesting point um that um, because you guys didn't really have um, many obstacles on the show, do you think that will make it difficult um, to navigate on the outside? Um, no, I don't think it'll be difficult to navigate on the outside because um, we do really have a genuine connection. And I told Elizabeth, um, you know, from early on when we were, you know, getting to know each other, um, as long as we communicate and we're open and honest with each other and we just take things one step at a time, there's no reason why this should really be any different outside the villa. I mean, of course, we're going to, you know, have um, bumps in the road every now and then. It's just bound to happen because we're only human being. But um, I think we both communicate so well and such on a deep level and we just understand each other that we'll overcome those obstacles no matter what. And now, given that you live in different cities right now how are you planning the the logistics of of being Uh, i don't think we looked that far into any of that yet i think we just want to kind of debrief a little when we get back and then come back and approach that Mm -hmm. but i think both of us are not completely pinned to where we're at we're both very you know open to just kind of seeing what could be next yeah and you got a whole vacation to go on together Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we got a lot of exploring to do do you already have plans to meet up with the other Islanders stateside? Um, yeah, I, I think we, we do have some plans in there. Um, we want to do a reunion at some point. Yeah, we want to do a fun. reunion at some point. It's and get um, everyone together. Mine and Elizabeth's birthday month is coming oh, yeah. up. And actually, funny enough, me and Yemen share the same birthday. 
and uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. So we might like throw a big celebration bash and, and have like a little reunion there. We we're not sure yet, but it could be it could happen. Do you think it is Friend Island after all? Um, what do you mean by that? <laughs> Just, everybody, you made such good friends. Yeah. Um, it, it you know that, and that was one of the reasons why I wanted to, you know, be a part of this show. And I, I even considered going on the show is because, you know, outside of the chance of finding somebody, you know, to fall in love with, you do come in and you form really great friendships that, you know, are going to last you a lifetime. And that whole aspect of it is, is truly um, amazing at the end of the day. I think if, if the show um, didn't have that aspect, I don't think people would enjoy it as much because, um, you know, outside of finding like a love connection, there are really great friendships that form on the show and people love those friendships just as much as they love, you know, seeing people in couples as well. Congratulations guys. We're so happy for you. All right, we're back. Thanks, Zach and Elizabeth. Congratulations again. We love you. America loves you. Called it. Called it. We called it. We called it from the top. No, but I <laughs> specifically Apparently we didn't call it. Keisha called it. it on this podcast early on. I think it was our first episode. I said that they were going to go all the way, and they did. And they did. Because they, you know, from day one, you know? Keisha they, can predict all the vibes. Were they? No, because they they and Dylan and Alexandra were the two couples who were together the entire time. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But Dylan and Alexandria did not have the explosive love of Zach and Elizabeth. <laughs> they, moved, they moved a little slower and therefore did not win. So the order, the final order was number four, Weston and Emily. Emily. So yeah. let's talk about Weston and Emily. How do you uh, how do you feel about them on Love Island USA? They genuinely like each other, but they definitely were not Love Island winner material. No, because they were. Um, I mean, even remember during the the shelf building competition and the baby competition where they were that fighting. Was a mess. They were fighting and snapping at each other the whole time, and you know that's just a clear thing where it's like. This is not. Yeah, Dylan and Alexandra are like making this beautiful cake. They're helping each other. They're really nice to each other. Second and Elizabeth are obviously like really cute, like nauseatingly cute. And then there's Weston and Emily fighting throughout the whole thing. Yeah, my thoughts on them can be summed up with, eh. <laughs> yeah, I think I think of the four, they have the least likely chance of going forward i mean just even based on logistics you yeah know? he lives in texas she lives in she's still in, she's still in college at binghamton university where uh, liam has many friends who I went many there friends who went to binghamton and uh yeah i mean weston owns a house in texas and he, I mean, he built his own house. He can't build a shoe he's rack. He's older. He's older than her, as seen by his thinning hair. I'm sorry. That's mean. <laughs> yeah, that's true. 
It's true. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just not, you know, they had a nice showmance. Well, you know, Weston had a good run on Love Island. He tried all the flavors of That's the true. rainbow. It's true. I wish him the best. I don't know. Good luck. As, as Ray's <laughs> mom would say. I wish you back. I wish you the best. <laughs> <laughs> now we need to talk about Ray and Caro. Yeah, so then the third place finishers were Ray and Caro, who were very much, I mean, this, this shook out exactly pretty much how we thought it was going to go. Right, I, I kind of thought Ray and Caro would be third. I did too, but at the same time, part of me really wanted them to win, even though like they never they would never win. It's like, it felt so well-deserved. Caro went for everybody she was trying to play the game and then she actually fell for somebody and it's really cute to watch even though it is pretty irritating to hear her do the baby voice but you know what ray liked the baby voice he said he liked the baby voice he was looking forward to continuing to hear the baby voice for the rest of his life and that's that's perfect we all want somebody who will hear our baby voice or whatever it is that we have you Keisha, know? what are your thoughts on the baby voice We've covered uh, the baby voice. We've covered it. I know, but look uh, at Keisha's face. It's like saying it everything, saying everything. Like you guys should definitely see it. You don't have anything <laughs> nice to say. <laughs> really, you're not. You're 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 all you're all out on Ray and Caro. Okay, listen. <laughs> I think that they are cute together, um, and I wish them the best. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think I think. Just to, even in terms of age, you know, she's only how 21. old is he? I think Ray maybe is maybe twenty four. I actually don't remember how old. Ray I think is. he's actually super young, but he just comes off very mature. Yeah, and uh, I, you know, they live in different. They live in different states. I think they'll give it a go. They'll last longer than Weston and Emily. Oh, for sure. Weston and Emily may have already broken up. Weston's already moved on to his next girl. <laughs> <laughs> God. He as soon as he gets his phone back, he's checking his DMs. I mean, that's a real thing. That's a real thing. Is when you get your phone back, you look in the DMs and see who's in there. That's how Tyler and Gigi Hadid started dating. But I mean, no, but just, I mean, like Love Island exposure, homeboys <laughs> DMs must be popping right yeah. now. Listen, Michael told me he had over a hundred DMs. So. And he was on the show for, what, like a week? To be fair, he was very pretty. Ray and Caro, I wish him, I think, I think they're cute. I wish him the best. You know, God bless. <laughs> <laughs> Dylan and Alexandria. So I keep saying Alexandria. I don't know why I'm doing he that. He calls her Alexandria sometimes. He, he can't even pronounce her name. I'm like, oh my God, dude. He may not know her name, but he knows her <laughs> spirit. <Okay. laughs> uh, it's just funny to mispronounce people's names, you know? Yeah. You know, I really these two really grew on me. Um, they really did. They're just such a sweet, genuine, and funny couple. Like, yeah, they can be dumb. They come across as dumb sometimes, but I feel like... I don't think they actually are. No, yeah, I don't not. think they are. They're just like... Easygoing bros. And Dylan, as we saw in the finale, both knew what The Great Gatsby was and correctly referenced it. He retained the information from high school. This is like, he, <laughs> he is, paid attention in his English class, guys. And he is from Long Island. So 
That's it's he, it's in his blood. So many strikes against him, and he just <laughs> <laughs> no. But he uh, no. I don't think they're dumb. I I mean, we just talked to Zach and Elizabeth, and they were great. These are these are these are capable people. You know what it could also be because I remember reading about this from the UK version that um, producers sometimes steer the conversation so that when they get into politics and things like that, when they get into conversations about politics and things you know that require intellectual stimulus um they veer it back to the show and more um palatable subjects for the Hmm. general audience interesting interesting i wonder if that was happening on this season i don't know maybe they were debating about real (laughs) issues and then they were just told to you know dumb it down (laughs) uh dylan and alexandra i think i think they'll uh stay together for a bit i i think I don't think it's over for them either. I think they seem to have a real connection. Yeah, and they're only an hour and a half away from each other, I think, they said on the show. They're not that far. Um, and I think, and they were Or does already... he live in San Diego and she lives in LA? Something like that. They were talking about the logistics on the show. So obviously they're planning a future right. together and they've thought about it. So I really do think that they're going to make it work. Yeah. They Honestly, really grew on yeah. me. They really do make sense together. They really grew on me. They seem like nice people. And they're both really hot, so good for them. <laughs> and Dylan's my homeboy. Dylan's great. <laughs> and then our winners, Zach and Elizabeth. There was no other option. It had to be them. Yeah. From day one. What's their ship name? Oh, that's a great question. Eliz- Elizak. Elizak? Zachabeth? Zachabeth. Zachabeth sounds like... It um, sounds kind of macabre. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like um, what's the name of the cat from Hocus Pocus? Oh, oh, Thackeray Binks. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> that. Uh, Webabelly. I like Webabelly. I don't know. These all these all need work, but we ship them. They're good. <laughs> no, they. You know, they they during the finale they played the um, sort of the recap of. You know, their whole relationship from, you know, him him picking her when she stepped forward to their first kiss to, you know, telling they're falling for each other to I'm in love with you. And I was like, oh, these sweet kids. They made Liam believe in love. Yeah. I know. They're sweet children. Yeah. I can be cynical about love sometimes, but like watching especially the whole ceremony of him asking her to be his girlfriend was just the cutest thing. Melted my whole, my wait, cold, wait, wait, dead whoa, heart. Whoa, 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 whoa. You are a Titanic stan and you're cynical when it comes to love? Titanic is different. It exists in a different realm. <laughs> <laughs> this is reality, people. <laughs> Titanic's where I go to fantasize. This is reality. Yeah, it was just, uh, the whole thing was just nice. I mean, the whole... That was really the the whole thing of the show was just that it was it was just a nice thing watching um people just hang out and kind of develop these relationships naturally unfolding. Yeah, like it almost makes you consider reality TV and be like, "Huh, I can actually spend 3 weeks in a house with strangers and find the love of my life or whatever." Oh yeah, it happens all the time. I mean, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette and Bachelor in Paradise 
have like a low-key strong track record. Oh, do they? I thought everyone would break up after that. Well, no, no, no. So it's like The Bachelor and Bachelorette, like that's a little bit more complicated, but Bachelor in Paradise, where you're stuck together, similar to Love Island, you actually get to make really good connections and they stay together for a long time. Yeah. And and these people are going to be, and even, even beyond Love Island, like on the Friend Island side of this, these people are going to be friends forever, you know? Like they shared a very particular experience that no one else in the world has had except for a, f- a handful of people in England. And, uh, and you know, we'll just, we'll get to see their, uh, we'll get to see their relationships romantic and otherwise continue on Instagram because that's what this really is about. <laughs> I can't wait to see pictures of Dylan and Alexandra hiking and doing all those things. Yeah. They seem outdoorsy. Yeah. I don't, I want, you know, I didn't keep track of Instagram growth throughout this season and I wish I had. Um, I really wish I had because that's always a fun thing to do to see who's, who has grown the most. And who, uh, so, and I, th- I think Caro has the most followers, but she came in with the most followers, which is pretty much always how it goes. Um, yeah, she's really trying to meet Cardi B. Yeah. But, uh, all right, so that's it. Love Island, season one. It's over. It'll be back next for year. Another, for next year. They're casting now. Yeah, we're going to take a break and then we're going to talk about, uh, you know, just some other, you know, outstanding business and, our hopes for the future. Back after this. All right, we're back. So let's start with Kira and Cashel. Now, Kira and Jared didn't, you know, they, they got eliminated fifth. Uh, they finished fifth, you know, a bit. I don't know. It feels like, feels like a week ago at this point. But um, Kira said that she was going to try to rekindle her relationship with Cashel when she got home. But before she even left, Cashel surprised her in the villa. And they're going to give it a go. And here's the, here's the crazy part, was that Cashel legit flew back from Los Angeles to surprise her in the villa. He had left. He was on uh, E.T. with Lauren Zima doing an interview, and then he flew back. That's crazy. That's love. That's love. Yeah. They're going to make it work. I do have some thoughts, though. It's like, he said he watched all the episodes, but like, I wonder how he felt when he saw the whole Weston thing. Oh, you can play that off easily. It was for the show. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> it was for the show. Kira only expressed a mild interest in Weston. Um, just it felt more like a curiosity. Whereas anytime she mentioned Cashel, you felt that like it was deep and it was real and it was raw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, raw cashew. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it was, uh, and nothing happened. So it's it's very easy to move on from something when nothing happened. Yeah, they're a really interesting couple. Though. It's like they have so much in common. Like they both lived, lived in New York, moved to LA, right? Yeah, they said they live pretty close to each other. They both do music. Yeah. But I wonder if having so much in common is going to create any issues for them. Well, those are all just like good things to have in common. It's like the things that... Well, sure. But it's like... I don't know. She still has some doubts about him being too easygoing and too chill. And 
I wonder how that's going to play out if it's going to be like a big issue in the future too. Yeah, I don't know. Do you think if um, Kira and Cashel stayed a couple that they would have made it all the way to the end? Yeah. Yeah, they they honestly they probably would have finished second. Yeah, no one's beaten Zach and Elizabeth. <laughs> but yeah, I feel I feel that way too cuz they were, you know, they were a strong couple, you know, when they were together Yeah, and you know, just stuff got in the way. Yeah, and we spent a lot of time with them, which is like the main thing uh for success on these shows is just FaceTime. Like we would have we would have voted for them just cuz we felt like we knew them very well yeah we the royal american we (laughs) and one okay so i have to get this off my chest i've been trying to figure out who casual reminds me of all season long and now i realize he's matthew mcconaughey don't you hear that all right all right all right all right right. Mm -hmm. i don't see it there's somebody else who he looks like and i don't know who it is it's not so much his look it's his vibe his, oh God, we're gonna, we're oh yeah, vibe. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, they have the same vibe. That yeah, like a surfer, back. surfer bro, beach yeah. bum kind. If of you're thing. listening, you should take a shot whenever we say vibe. <laughs> um, and West Weston had some McConaughey stuff too, just because he had he was from Texas. But Cashel was more spiritually McConaughey. Um, yeah, I mean, he's just gonna like live in. Uh, he just wants to live on the beach, man. Somebody's guest house or something. <laughs> he seems like a couch surfing bro. I think well, he, he even, said that. Yeah, yeah he said that. He oh, yeah. Like, so that totally makes sense. If anything's going to divide them, it would be like him not being as career or goal oriented as Kira. Yeah. That, that would be the thing. Yeah. But I think they're going to make it. Yeah. See, that, that's what I was saying. I thought that she would, since she's artistic, she wanted a guy who's like more stable. Even though she is pretty hardworking, but it seems like Cashel's like, I'm artistic and I'm a model, I'm a musician, I do everything, man. Yeah. But I mean, you know, so he'll uh, he'll live off her for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> like, Kira has kids, Bob, money, so you know. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, and then let's talk about Yemen and Asada. Yemen. So and they're gonna try to keep it going outside of the house too. They said. so I was really pissed they voted off. Like I was honestly like I'm going to stop watching a show after this, and I did for like five days. So you skipped five episodes. <laughs> I watched them all in the past twenty four hours. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many people are gonna do that. Are gonna catch up on Love Island now that it's done? Um, just binge the whole thing. You know what I mean? I feel like, yeah, because that's how I came into Love Island, not watching it live, but just binging it. And I feel like it's more satisfying that way. Yeah. I mean, as we saw from Euphoria, where Zendaya just watched Love Island for, what, 56 hours straight or something. What's funny is there was a lot of Love Island on TV. It was in Orange is the New Black. Um, (laughs) Fig and Caputo were watching it, too. So, like, Love Island's taking over. It's a popular show. But anyway, Yemen and Asada. Yemen and Asada. Yes. Um, yeah. I I had my doubts about them because Yemen just seemed kind of not that intellectual. And, and Asada is so deep. And so um, she's just got a great mind. But I feel like um, they just have, they balance each other out. And they're just, they, 
they work. Yeah. But they're boring. <laughs> <laughs> they can be more boring in Zack and Elizabeth. Much love to Zack and Elizabeth, but damn. I see. When Remember when Asada was, was just laying on Yemen's back? Just sort of like, like Hulk, just kind of on, just kind of splayed out, laying on his back, sort of like a like a baby koala on a mate <laughs> on a mama koala. <laughs> what? That when I saw that, I was like, "That's that's adorable. I love these people." You know, it was real, real adorable. Oh wait, never mind. This was car. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> oh, my oh my god, are you racist, Keisha? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I honestly think America's racist well, like, for bullying. But well, what I appreciate about this Love Island is because there were so many people of color, you got to see, you know, girls sleeping with their hair slips on and guys in the do-rags. So I felt I felt really that was really nice to see. I I really like that too, but at the same time, I just felt like I knew there wasn't going to be a couple of color winning, which really sucked. And I I had some really complicated feelings over that, and I was wondering how you felt. Um, yeah, so uh, me and Love Island have a complicated relationship because in the UK version, you know, the black women, especially the dark-skinned black women on the show, don't necessarily get the love that they deserve. They're never picked. But what I loved about the US version, and I think it's just a cultural difference maybe, or I don't know, but, you know, Asada, she found love. Um, Alana, when Yemen, before Yemen <laughs> di- dissed her, found love. Caro found love. And these, these women weren't seen as, you know, cast-offs or undesirables. They were always complimented as being beautiful and treated that way, too. So I really, really appreciated um, this show actually giving this woman, these women of color um, the props they deserve. Nice. I mean, that's like, right, that's such a, you know, it's a refreshing change. You don't, it's just not something we've seen a lot on reality TV, you know, mainstream broadcast reality TV. And the, you know, the voting stuff, that's not, that's not the show's fault. That's That's, America. That's an America, (laughs) that's an America problem. I mean, Trump is president. Yeah, so we'll see, we'll see what happens. Yemen, Yemen's DMs are going to be very tempting. They're definitely popping right now. <laughs> but I, I do think that he genuinely is into um, Asada. And despite my doubts in the beginning, he's, he's a real good dude. And he's yeah. going to stay true. Yeah. He's a sweet guy. Sweet guy. All right. Let's talk about what do we want to see from season two? What can, what, where can the show improve? Can we get more drama, please? It's getting kind of boring. Yeah, that's that's that is a big thing is that it's just like while I really like how mellow it is and just seeing people get along and be friends is like it's 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 nice to watch. But that's all it is. It's not compelling in the way, especially, you know, I've been recapping Bachelor in Paradise and two episodes in the Bachelor in Paradise. Um, and it's it's. Like it's almost impossible to not compare Love Island and Bachelor in Paradise because their their formats are so similar. Yeah, and Bachelor in Paradise is exhausting in a way that um, Love Island is not. 
like Bachelor in Paradise, you could not watch that every day. <laughs> you could not. <laughs> it would just it would just wear you out. But it's so much more compelling. There's like the 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 characters are so. I mean, not even not even the characters, but just the the conflict is so much more like oh my god like it it pulls you in much uh much harder than than love island and uh and you know it's a much it's a much spiritually uglier show but sometimes you want that <laughs> yeah like that's really what i want and that's why people love the uk version too it's really messy like it does have some heart like this one but the wonder of it is that it's so messy you never know what's going to happen next. Yeah. This one you yeah. knew what was going to happen yeah. next. Yeah. It needs more of that unpredictability. And I think what would be great is if they took a page out of Are You the Ones book and introduced, you know, uh, people with different, not just different sexualities, but allowing those couples to be able, different couples um, represented on the show uh -huh. too. Yeah. It's like you can't just have two, well, one bisexual girl. And one girl who's questioning is going to be like, okay, we have our queer representation. Like, you can do a lot better than that. Yeah. Imagine like, it's interesting the show would have been if Emily and um, Kira actually. Yeah. I really that. wanted them to go for it. Like, I was really waiting for that. Yeah. So, like, it was a good start with representation, but there's more they can do. I mean, and body diversity, too. There's yeah, a lot of things right. that we can do. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, what's the point of having a bisexual girl if you're only going to have her with guys, too? Like, that's pretty difficult to manage if yeah. you're going to show like queer presentation. Yeah. And uh yeah, and I also think you know, just watching the finale and seeing um Ariel Vandenberg the host, you know, sit down and talk to the people, I was like this is nice. I wish we could have gotten more of this. We got almost nothing from her the whole season in a yeah. way that she felt like I want to say she's underutilized, but I don't even know because we got so little from her that, like, she was just a non-factor. Yeah, no, like, in the UK version, since they record live, you see the host all the time. And mm -hmm. she'll interview them before they go into the villa and all that stuff. And it's really nice. You get to know the people more before they go in. And you also get to know her more. So... Ariel, to me right now, she's just like this very pretty host who just comes and delivers bad news and that's it. Yeah. And she was good in the interviews. Like, it's like... She, she's good, but they used her as a human text, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And like, it was so weird when she would say, oh, I love you guys. And, and oh, you're so sweet. And I'd be like... How, how do you know? How do you yeah. know? <laughs> <laughs> who was this stranger coming here yeah. talking about this? Uh, because she was such a non-factor. So yeah. like... I would love to see a stronger presence from her um, interacting more with the guest. And, and I don't know. just But yeah, just being more involved in the show. Yeah. And that could happen through live shows. I'd like to see them do live shows next year. It might be... It actually might be too hard because they are in such a different time zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. I actually don't know. Like, where does, what is Fiji in comparison to here? I have no idea. Just go to LA then, or something. Yeah. <laughs> do it on Catalina Island. I vote that they should do it in my island in Puerto Rico. Do it on Puerto Rico. They can do Puerto yeah, Rico. Yeah, like it's so cheap too. Like, come on, just do it my place. Yeah, It'd be in our time zone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I'd like to see, yeah, live shows, more hosts, more drama, just more. Give me, give me more. <laughs> more representation, more drama, more. I'm just repeating myself now. But it was great. I mean, I really enjoyed this show. It's very wholesome. It's wholesome. I like the characters. <laughs> They're real people, but the characters. I would like more characters next year. Let's get some weirder people on this show. Some, some, some real, some real shitsters. You know what I mean? Yeah, I want, I want, I want a New York. Like I'm, I'm constantly looking for <laughs> New York. Tiffany Asada Pollard. was pretty. Asada was pretty New York. I mean, not not New York, like New. Oh, no. you mean New York? Tiffany no, I Pollard. mean like. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I mean the gold the gold standard for reality TV is Flavor of Love. It's the best. <laughs> Never no. going to top that. Rock of Love though. Yeah. Um all right. Thanks for hanging with us on Recap Island. This has been a fun podcast to do. Fun show. Thank you Tatiana, thank you Keisha, thank you producer Ian. Catch up on the entire first season of Love Island on CBS All Access, uh, we share a parent company, TV Guide, with CBS All Access, CBS Interactive. Full disclosure, but you can watch it there. Binge the whole thing. Relive every beautiful moment. And, season, and Love Island season two is casting now. So if you want to be on the show, we can't be on the show because we are employees of the CBS Corporation. For the next 10 years, we can't, we can't do it. But... Uh, if you want to be on the show, go to cbs.com slash casting and apply. This has been Recap Island. I'm Liam Matthews. I'm Tatiana Nereiro. And I'm Keisha Hatchett. Please rate, review, and subscribe. We love you. Maybe we'll see you next summer. Bye. 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 Whether it's a new Netflix original, the latest season of a long-running network drama, or a reevaluation of a legendary comedy series, TV Guide is the place for fans to come and find out about their favorite shows and movies. And, with our help, discover some new favorites as well. From our Watch This Now recommendations and newsletter, to our WTF Just Happened video series, TV Guide is the premier hub for people who love TV as much as we all do to come and hang out. Visit us at tvguide.com, follow us on social media at TV Guide, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash tv guide for all this great free content and let us help you find your next binge